Harvesting by Grace. Exposition on the Book of Luke 5 1-7. Jesus met with some group of fishermen at the Sea of Gennesaret. Simon Peter was the central point of the story. Peter had toiled all through the night but had caught nothing but a crab. At daybreak, he was set to go home and was washing his net when Jesus came to the river bank. He sat in Peter's boat and ministered to the people by the river bank. When Jesus was through with his teaching, he turned it to Peter and asked him to let down his net into the deep. Peter caught a great deal of fish that his net broke. He had to invite other fishermen to join him and their net broke. I am certain we all want to harvest bountifully like Peter, in all spheres of our life. We want to have more than enough to share with others. We want our cups to run over. But how do we achieve such a great feat? We will examine this case study to learn how. Four things appeared in that story which I call the four P's. Peter prepared adequately. He followed the right principle. A person came along and power was manifested. There are two dimensions for every great achievement. There is a physical dimension and a spiritual dimension. The two dimensions influence each other. Focusing on just one of the dimensions will give one a satisfactory life not a life filled with sufficiency. Physical dimensions are those activities any individual must undertake to successfully achieve a goal. The spiritual dimension requires much more than the human understanding. Some individuals focus on the physical dimension and focus less on the spiritual dimension. These individuals are those who put in a lot of labor into all that they do but their returns are very little. The reward to effort ratio is negligible. To human understanding they have done all that they had to do yet the result expected is not experienced in their life. Those who focus on the spiritual and think less of the physical dimension causes their God to be mocked. Although, God, Christ-ains, can do all things and He is capable of doing anything. His ability to work through us depends on our cooperation with Him. He depends on our subjugation to wait on Him, work and walk in His directive. Preparation and principle are both physical dimensions. Person and power are the spiritual dimension. Preparation Luke 5 1-2 Luke 14 28 It is imperative to know that to achieve a great feat, a worthy preparation had to be done. Peter went to the river with everything he required especially, the net and the fishing boat, the hooks and any other that wasn't mentioned but needed. If he hadn't been there with his boat, Jesus would have sat in another boat. If he wasn't at the place with his net, it would have been impossible for Jesus to have asked him to take the boat to the deep and drop his net. If Jesus had instructed him to do so, Peter would have to borrow a boat and a net. He is left at the mercy of if the other fishermen will be willing to lend him all these. Those miracles would have eluded Peter if he wasn't prepared to go fishing. This implies that we need to prepare. When opportunity meets preparation the picture becomes perfect. In Luke 14 28 Jesus said that it would be wise to count your cost before venturing into a business. If you want to have a good grade at school, you need to study well from the onset of your education. If you want a successful marriage, you don't wait until you get into one before you start preparing, both physically in terms of material needs and spiritually. If you want to become a successful business tycoon, you need to equip yourself adequately. These things Jesus will not do for you, He expects you to be up and down doing them. Some of the preparation required would be Setting a goal Mapping out plans and appropriating time to set in motion Finding out what the cost of such ventures would be This might involve interrogating people who are such a field to find out more. Often going for a training, seminar and workshop. All these bring about mastery skills in all that we do. Principle. Everything we desire from God, falls under three categories, a promise, price or a gift. For example, salvation is a gift which comes by grace no work needs to be done to obtain it, Ephesians 2-8. Wealth, health, peace carries a covenant. To be able to unlock them, 
you have to follow the obligations by entering into a similar covenant. First Pet 3 to 1 The incorruptible inheritance is a price for serving and living diligently in this treacherous world. So there are principles to enjoying abundance. Matt 11:33-34 Jesus never promised a yoke-free, He promised a lightened yoke. So it is imperative and correct to assume that everything will come free without its price in the kingdom. There are different principles to unlocking great success. There is the principle of giving. Principle of diligence Prov 13-4, 10-4. Principle of persistence Gal 6-9. Principle of perseverance. Rom 5-3-4. All these various principles unlock doors to great feats. Looking at Peter in the story he followed the principles he knew of course when to go fishing in the night, cool of the day, very early. But that wasn't enough to get him the abundance. Even with the preparation and right principle he caught only a crab. Shame because two things were missing, the person and the power. The person second core 3-6. Everyone needs that one person. These persons are angels. They bring comfort, advice, praise, grace, finance so that our dreams can be accomplished. In the story we are looking into, that person was Jesus. In reality, the person we all need is Jesus. We might strive but Christ brings increase. It is only God that adds values. We all need that person at a time in our lives. Peter toiled all through the night until that one person appeared to him. These people always come to us with the power of will to propel us into making decisions and taking actions. Ask great and successful people, they will tell you what they went through. But how the success came they really can't say. At what point the transformation started will remain vague but they always had help by physical means or by spiritual means. Power F3 16-19 If you think you are a genius, you will discover that the same project you have at hand thousands of people are doing the same but only very few people will become great through it. Have you wondered why people will travel some distance to buy something they could easily get in their neighborhood? One thing pulled them to the store. It is no longer a news what most market traders do in their stall to make more sales. It is beyond mere online advertisement or signpost. Those market traders understood that the markets are very competitive and they needed something extra to pull sales to themselves. That extra thing is called power. There lies a power behind every great achievement. Peter welcomed Christ. Christ brought power, F3 16-19 allow Christ to grant you power. What does power stand for? Power means physical strength to do things, Phil 4:13. What determines how much harvest you reap is the power that works in you. A farmer who cultivated a plot of land cannot reap as much as a farmer who worked on an acre of land, provided the conditions are same. And those different sizes of land requires different energy and time to cultivate them. Powers is also a state enough to influence events throughout the world. Look 5 to 5 to 6. Those fishes were not at the spot Peter told Christ, I had been there. Peter knew what to do and had done it. Unknowing to him power had pulled fishes to the very spot he had toiled all night and had caught nothing. To be powerful is to call into being what is not being. Power is a mental quality required to get a task done, XO 23-1-5. Power is the grace of God to do exploit. God gives wisdom, grace, He reveals the unknown to His beloved that makes them special and unique and to be sorted after by the people. Mighty power to abound great things are available, F3 16. To get this power, we need to go to the deep. Jesus said to Peter, let down the net into the deep, not in the shadow. You need to go deep. Deep in spirit, deep in word. Deep in prayer 1 Tay 5 7. This has been the greatest obstacle of many believers. We want the fastest way out. God trains before He launches. He does permit trials to come to our lives to build our faith. For those that persevere He gave to them more abounding power to do exploit. 
But these trials are usually not comfortable to many and so some go to the Satan's curfew for blessing. Though they will get such from the devil, God is the only one who is capable of giving us the power to make wealth and addeth no sorrow. I returned, and saw unto the sun, that the race is not to the swift, not the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happeneth to them all. Rom 9:16. Remember it not by your power, it's not by your might but by my spirit saith the Lord Zech 4 6. Stay glued to Christ, He never fails though He may tarry.